Welcome to the Dermastore Podcast. A chat about all things skincare, skin health. And if you're a real skin nerd, we, we hope, hope you'll, you'll join, join the, the conversation. conversation. Welcome to the 10th episode of the Dermastore Podcast. Hey, Laura, how are you doing? Good morning, Greg. I'm well, thanks. How are you going? Very well, thank you. Happy 2023. Yeah, welcome back. Hey, time's just flying. It is, but lots of exciting things on the go. Before we kick things off, what did you use this morning? I actually used my Kiehl's cleanser, the calendula cleanser. Okay. Um, don't know if you noticed that missing from your office. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I used my Abaji um, 10% vitamin C serum that okay. I'm busy trialing out at the moment. Um, and then followed that with my moisturizer Huxley Anti-Gravity and a good old HelioCare gel cream light for my foundation sunscreen. The full house there. Hey? Yeah, I'm doing, um, you know, it's a new year, getting yeah. to good habits. You obviously had time this morning, <laughs> unlike me. What did you get up to this um, morning? Yeah, so I've been using a Baji C cleansing gel. Oh, wow, yeah. Is that yeah. the pink one? That's the pink one, okay. yeah. It's a very nice foaming cleanser. And then I used the Yogoba vitamin C, mm, which I'm really cool. loving. It's hydrating. It's very gentle, you know. It's not like a pure ascorbic acid mm. product, but it's very, it's very nice. And then I used, I've been trying out a new sunscreen from La Roche Posay, which I think they're going to launch later this year. Okay, it's that very advanced one. Yes, and I've been enjoying that as well. Fantastic. Yes, yeah, so I didn't actually use a moisturizer this morning, if I remember correctly. No, I didn't. But oh, that's nice. fine for me. In summer, sometimes I just I and don't the, use a moisturizer. Multifunctional sunscreen sometimes actually use a little bit more of the sunscreen as well you know if it's if it's got a hydrating base then i kind of double it up as a moisturizer very cool i'm excited about that sunscreen actually yeah does it have mixer or 400 in it i, I was trying to look on the ingredients list it didn't seem that way when we received it that's um, interesting yeah yeah that's what i got up to this morning Okay, so a bit of a different episode today. We're just going to have a, a casual chat about, um, we're going to call it skin sponding. It's it's something that I've been thinking about for a while. And actually, the, the person who got me onto this line of thinking, although it's something we've been doing just out of nature, I guess, because of our, our work, was Pietru, the founder of PH Formula. Yeah. We went and visited her last year in July when we were in Barcelona and... Um, you know, she's a great inspiration to me and I think to a lot of entrepreneurs. She's built a global company. She's, you know, she's South African, a skin therapist. I really love spending time with her and she's got always got these very interesting insights and she's a complete and utter skin geek. I mean, yeah. she, she is the real deal when it comes to... And you can see that in her brand as well. Hey, I mean, those, those, we actually need to do a whole podcast episode just on pH formula yeah. because as she calls it it's the best uh, kept secret oh wow yeah and it really is like people I don't think people really understand the brand mm -hmm. and especially as a consumer it's a brand that gets recommended to you it's not something you're just going to go out and buy but once you start using it you see where it's the level it's at it's Absolutely. really a phenomenal brand anyway so going back to um, my discussion with Pietro I think she um, she put it quite well she, she said the skin likes to be surprised and that got me thinking with skincare routines and how we actually work. Um, traditionally, we would say use a cleanser, moisturizer, day cream, night cream, whatever. And then you stick with those products. Yeah. Um, and that's all good. And that's definitely the best place to start. However, the skin, like any 
organ or tissue or muscle in, in your body it needs uh, different responses it de- needs different stimuli and what i've noticed in our sort of journey with dermastore is that we obviously get sent a lot of products so we're always testing new things we are definitely stimulated <laughs> yeah so i'm always trying new things and as are you and i always actually find best results i've seen mm is being able to respond to your skin's needs in the moment. Yeah. So to have an inventory of products uh, in your bathroom that you know when your skin is feeling dry or parched or slightly oily, you know, lifestyle habits change, daily mm. habits change, the weather changes, maybe you've just spent more time in the sun or mm. more time in your car or whatever it is, the, the, the environment changes. Yes. So your skin changes along with that. So if you're only using, you know, sort of a very strict regimen of products, you're not adapting. Yeah. And it just got me thinking about this topic because at the end of the day, I think when you get to that point, when you know your skin well enough, and Mm -hmm. I I totally get that not everyone is there. Yes. Skin education takes a very long time and often you prescribe something by a professional and that's definitely the way to go. But I think it's so important to have the discussion around having that inventory in your bathroom to be able to respond to things. I mean, what are your thoughts on this topic? I think when you introduced it to me, Greg, it reminded me of a lot of the skincare trends that we see. Like, for example, the trends of skin cycling or um, skin minimalism, but because we used to have the 10-step theory, but now we're cutting back. But you've got to And it's exactly as you've said, you've got to keep in mind what your skin needs for that particular day or for that particular period or even that season. Mm -hmm. So we do have this habit or background of we often change our moisturizers from summer to winter because the climate has changed less humidity in the air. So that's an example of where we're going with this, that you really need to just know and feel how your skin is doing in that particular moment. Yeah, it's responding to it. I think that's the kind of a little bit more reactive to it. You can obviously be proactive and have the fundamentals, but at the same time, if you have the tools to respond to it, we see better results like that. So Pietri's example was with treatments. Mm -hmm. You know, you might go for a vitamin C or an extraction or uh, a peel, whatever it is, but mix it up. Don't do the same old thing every time. Yes. Change it up. Yes, and And pH formula is really well known for that, actually. We recently had training on that, that they encourage the the switch up of the different actives in the the professional treatment and even at home, actually. It's, It's the same analogy as like working out. I think if you just do the same thing over and over again in the same fashion, you're going to just get to a level and you're going to plateau mm. but if you switch up your exercise if you do different things um, ultimately you're going to be fitter yep. overall and your body's going to be more adaptable yeah. to, to different movements and basically. be a stronger athlete I totally so i think that the tangible feedback or examples we can give people is i love that you said you know we need our staples yeah for example so cleanser I, th- I would say a staple is a cleanser, a moisturizer, and a good sunscreen. Yes. Okay. But even your cleanser can be switched up totally. or mixed up. I do that all the time. So I've got like a normal combination skin. Although as I'm getting older, it's getting a bit drier. So I've always had foaming cleansers. But 
totally in my bathroom I've got a hydrating cleanser I just know those evenings or those mornings where I know that's going to be a better choice for me so it's not like I stick to one rule I switch things up constantly absolutely and I do that for body as well like in winter season I'll change from a gel body cleanser to an oil body cleanser yeah similar to the skin actually uh, especially for females we generally wear makeup so Mm -hmm. we will require double cleansing yeah and you often do need two different cleansers to help remove your makeup effectively and then the second cleanse cleanse your skin effectively it's no wonder then why we have three or four different cleansers in our bathroom you know and that's just cleansing routine so what else would you consider a good switch up or I often we and I've spoken to Dr. Webster about this a lot. The skin tells you the story. So a bit of a deviation in topics, but you know we've also had people come and pitch to us about different diagnostics of skincare. So obviously you get things like Vizier, you get DNA tests, you get all these different types of diagnostics, and we always look at these things. We go, okay, cool, that's one part of what your skin is saying. You go get a DNA test, sure, you might have certain things you're predisposed to. That's good information to have on hand. But it's not going to tell you anything about lifestyle Mm. or environmental factors. Mm. And the skin tells the story. If you just look at yourself in the mirror. So a practical example for me, if I look dull in the morning or whatever it is, obviously I'm going to use a vitamin C or I'm going to use a niacinamide serum. But I'll switch those two up. So I probably won't use the same on the same morning, but I'll probably use a niacinamide serum or a vitamin C serum or interchange them, you know, different mornings. Mm Another good example is retinol. So sometimes I'll use a retinol in the evening. Sometimes I will use a glycolic acid-based exfoliant in the evening. Sometimes I'll use a a BHA. And I think I'll come home and I feel like just my skin feels congested. Okay, cool. Pore therapy on a cotton pad. That's what my skin needs tonight. Amazing. Come home. mm, My skin feels quite dry, but it's feeling quite resilient. Okay, retinol. That's going straight in. I've just come back from America and... I could not believe how much change happened in my skin just over those two weeks. Complete climate change? Complete climate change, but also they pump uh, central heating. So Mm. your skin just goes so, so dry. That was a complete complete routine change. Okay. So a lot of thicker like emollient-based creams, ceramides, that sort of thing. So so if you've spent the whole day indoors in a heated environment, your skin's going to completely change for that day. When you get home, if you apply a a foaming cleanser, your skin is going to feel horrible. Yeah, really tight and dehydrated. And some more practical examples of things that you might want to have in your uh, in your back pocket, so to speak, is that, you know, things like a, a barrier repair cream, mm. a complete staple, a thermal spring water for those days where you're feeling flushed or, you know, you just need some cooling off or your skin's just feeling a little bit... Dehydrated, tight, lackluster. Totally. Yeah. I definitely think a, a good exfoliant or two is good. Like I, I'll try to do an enzymatic one yep. or you've got a, um, a granular sort of f- physical one. And sometimes... And I think that... Uh, re- let's just pause on that point. They perv- perform different functions on the skin. So yes, they are categorized as an exfoliant, mm-hmm. but a physical that has physical beads exfoliating the skin is really superficial and sloughing off just that top dead layer of skin. Whereas an enzymatic exfoliant can work a little bit deeper mm-hmm. and almost like those Pac-Man that are dissolving a few more of those superficial skin layers. And so it really, again, is just depending if you're feeling a slightly sensitized that day or a little bit more dehydrated 
dehydrated, maybe an enzymatic exfoliation versus yes. the physical. So it does make sense to be able to have that as an opportunity in yes. your in your staple. And I think it is important to to mention that obviously you've got to have had a professional analysis at some point to understand where your boundaries are. So you're not going to sort of take this as like, okay, now I'm just going to go to two percent retinol, whatever it is. I'm going to go uh, buy both physical and enzymatic yeah. scrubs. So it's obviously if you've got very sensitive skin, maybe you want to be very cautious around this. But at the end of the day, I think mixing things up is is a positive thing for your skin if you know where the boundaries are. So within the framework of I know what my skin can tolerate, and you know you've probably have experimented then definitely encouraging switching things up mm -hmm. as you say have your baseline but at the end of the day switch things up as well because you will see quite amazing results incredible results it's actually i had a conversation with a client on support the other day and she was asking about two different eye creams mm. and so yes these two different eye creams targeted similar concerns but they were different yeah. so for example the one was um targeting dark circles and almost tired looking eyes. Whereas the other eye cream was targeting the fine lines, the almost aging aspect around the eye area. And she said, goodness, I have both. <laughs> so I said, you know, what you could do is opt for maybe seasonal. So if we summer tired looking eyes, you want that brighter looking eye, great, maybe go for the one to target dark circles. Yeah. And then in winter, we're going to move over to the one that's fo focusing on the fine lines, the, the crepiness around the eye area. So switching things up, who's to say she could have had one for the morning, that's one for the evening? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, you can change it up during the day or, or even alternate days absolutely so i mean this can be applicable for all categories of skincare we do it with from serums to moisturizers to eye creams and goodness me even sunscreens you know so it's it's so much fun and i think what is really important greg like you said is to try not experiment too aggressively on your own and i think that's where dermastore support yeah is a great platform to be able to engage with our skin therapists and ask these types of questions yeah know what your skin type is know what your limits and your boundaries are but have fun within that because it, it actually creates the whole experience so much more fulfilling and like i said you see better results i think that's everything for today a short and sweet episode and we'll catch you next time don't forget to subscribe if you're keen to learn more about what we have to say we would also really love your thoughts, ideas, and any questions you have for future episodes. You can email us on pod at dermastore.co.za.